0: So we thank God for this brand new Sunday that we are here. Good afternoon, everyone. And just turn to your neighbor, tell that person, I'm glad that you are here and I miss you. You know, as a church family, we are always have to have that anticipation to see each other because we are one body. We are a church and God brought us together here to worship God. And, you know, away from our homes, we have our second home here in this church, our church family. Amen. You know, last week, Pastor Ray shared with us a connection between revival and our effectiveness of Christian witness. He mentioned that, that we are called to share the gospel to the lost, that we should be, they should be willing to share and share the love of God to people. And he emphasized the importance of the work of the Spirit in our life. Because we cannot share the gospel by our own strength. It's only through the Spirit of God, through Jesus working in our lives, whereby we be able to share the gospel powerfully. And he mentioned, he quote, I would like to quote him, he said, the Holy Spirit empowers us to be effective witnesses of Jesus Christ. And a very powerful reminder and an encouragement to all of us that this is God's work in us and through us where we can be an effective um, minister of the gospel to the lost. You know, a few days ago, I was browsing Facebook. And at times, when I browse Facebook, there are some One, I see whose birthday it is. Second, I would look for content or read some stuff when I'm resting. Third, I, would like, I like to spy around. So I'll check what's happening to the life of our members. Baka mayroon kang may, may pinopost kang hindi maganda. Like last night, may nakita akong hindi magandang pinos Yung pala nag, nag-translate from Ilocano to English. So take note. So I I, I tell that sister, please uh, chase muna yan. So there are things that that's why I would t- at times go Facebook. But while I was browsing on Facebook, there's a, one posting of a gospel singer that caught my attention. And in his posting, he said this. He said, God isn't asking you to be perfect. God isn't asking you to be perfect. Do you agree or you don't agree? Those who agree, raise your hand. Okay? Okay. Those who agree, yeah. It's, it's good, it's good. Yung iba kamot sa ulo. Who don't agree with this statement? Oh, meron meron dito, meron konte. One, okay. You see, this kind of statement is, is vague and you need further clarification so that it be clear. You see, we can never be perfect unless God work in us, unless God save us. But when you read this kind of statement, you have to go deeper because it's misleading and it's dangerous is dangerous because the implication of such statement can be very damaging to some people. One of example is those who are legalistic. Some Christian. There's two kind of extreme of Christian. One is very legalistic. Dapat ito, dapat andamit hanggang dito. Legalistic. By the book. Walang grace, walang mercy. The other extreme naman are people who holding a certain loose way of approaching Christianity. Ang tawag doon, um, the other extreme is antinomianism, ang, ang belief nila is this. What they believe is, this. because I'm already saved, I don't need to follow any moral law. Basta I'm saved, I can do whatever I want. So there's two extreme. So a person who's legalistic, when he reads this, ang spanya will be anger. Makagalit siya. Kasi mali eh. Hindi, 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 hindi. No, no, no. Cannot be. That's why when I was looking at the posting in the comments, they are arguing about this statement. Christian to arguing in Facebook. If, you, if a person who is, uh, who's holding such a loose understanding of holiness or righteousness, when he reads that statement, it becomes an affirmation that they can live in sin. That okay lang pala na the Lord calls me to be per- not, not perfect so I can do whatever I want. So imbalance view ng walk niya. So it's all of us, we need to be careful. When we read things online, If the word God or love might be there doesn't mean it's right. So you have to check and test it to the scripture. Tama ba yung sinasabi niya o hindi? Even those who would preach here, even me would I preach, you have to test. Even Pastor Ray, and anyone, you have to test. What we are preaching. So when I, I saw this, you know, I'm re, I, I remember what Jesus said to his disciples. He said in Matthew 5 48, He said, You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. There is an invitation there, a call to be perfect. But later, later part we will understand because we don't want to have an imbalanced view of this. Similar ideas were repeated in the scripture. In Leviticus, He says here, For I am the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt so that I will be your God. Therefore be holy because I am holy. In Leviticus chapter 20 verse 7, Consecrate yourself therefore and be holy because I am the Lord your God. There is an invitation, a command for us to live a holy life. To live in a way that's righteous. And in times like this, in the moment we are living today, you seldom hear such teaching is a heavy message. We talk about love, we talk about comfort, we talk about peace, but seldom we hear about righteousness and holiness. Kaya today I'll be speaking on the topic of holiness because one mark, one of the marks of revivals, is a righteous and holy living of an individual, of a church, of a family, of a community. I've entitled this sermon, Revival and Holiness. And we'll be reading from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 and chapter 2. So I invite all of us to stand as we give reverence in reading God's Word. We'll be reading 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, and then chapter 2 and some part of the verses. Do take time to read it at home. Let's read together, verse 13. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully in the grace that He will brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passion of your former ignorance. But as He have called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it's written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on Him as Father who judges impartially According to each one's deeds, conduct yourself with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. So put all the malice in all deceits and hypocrisy and envy in all slander, like a newborn infant long for the pure spiritual milk, That by it you may grow up in salvation. And indeed you have tasted the Lord is good. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. That you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you have not received mercy, but now you receive mercy. Beloved. I urge you as surgeoners and exile to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they will see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Let us pray. <coughs> Lord, we thank you for this day, this afternoon, that once again we are gathered. Lord, I pray na kayo po ang kumausap sa aming mga puso. Speak to our hearts and our mind. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will quiet down our soul. Some of us may be tired of because of a busy week. Some of us, Lord, our mind are perplexed and marami po kaming iniisip dahil sa mga problema dinadaanan namin or challenges that we are facing. But we pray at this time that you will quiet down our heart So that we can hear you speaking to our our hearts, Lord. Speaking to us. We ask for your Holy Spirit. Lord, it is your Spirit that will help us understand your word clearly. We know, oh God, it's not man. It is you that can change all of us. It's only you. that There's nothing impossible to you. That you can change a wayward person to one that will become a worshiper to you. So we surrender this time, oh God. May you work miraculously. May we encounter you in a powerful way this day. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. You know, First Peter was a letter that was written to the Christian into the, the, in the diverse uh, dispersed Asian minor. And the reason why Peter was writing this letter is is because he wants to encourage and at the same time exhort the newly formed churches in in this place. Take note, this time, the churches were persecuted. They were persecuted in many ways. Excuse me. See, at that moment, churches were being harassed. Churches were being harassed. Christians were treated unfairly. They were treated as second-class citizens they are unable to find jobs the reason why they were unable to find jobs is because they choose not to be part of the world but they choose to follow jesus they couldn't find jobs to, to business people they will look as christians as people who destroy their businesses one industry that was that was impacted during the time is the business who you know yung mga silversmith who make those idols just imagine those silversmiths who make this idol, tapos wala nang bibili. Dahil naging Christian na sila. Di wala nang business sila. And then what happened? Because of that, what they did is they caused some problem. They steered issues and then it impacted the Christian. Take note, during this time, Christians were, are, are treated as a threat to the Roman Empire. Because they are, their loyalty is in Jesus not to the emperor of Rome. Remember, when they said the statement that Jesus is Lord, what you're saying is that you don't recognize Emperor of Rome as the king, but you only focus on Jesus. Pak sira moyon, ibig sabihin, disloyal ka, ka. You will face persecution. Also, the Christian, those times were considered as an enemy of the state. And to the Jewish the Jewish. People, they treat them as traitor because they no longer follow the old ways. Also, these Christians, at the time, not only they were persecuted, they were also considered as social outcasts. They are not being part... Niyo, social outcasts? they social outcasts kasi killjoy sila. Meron ba kay- kayong kaibigan na killjoy? <coughs> Excuse me. Meron ba? Madami daw. Have you ever experienced a, a, a friend of you who is killjoy? joy? mo, let's go. Punta tayo sa Sabi na kaibigan mo. Ayoko, masakit ang ulo ko. Kill joy. Punta tayo sa Punta tayo sa Orchard Road. Ayoko. Masakit ang tiyan ko eh. Have you experienced such people? Kill joy? Yes daw. Those online, bayan katabi mo kill yan. So to them, during that time in their society, Christian are killed joy. Why? They have all the rituals, they have all the parties, pero yung sabi ng mga Christian, no, we will not follow and do those things anymore. So they were social outcasts and they no longer participate in things of the world. They were being persecuted and they are treated differently. You see, those times the Christian was simply suffering because of their faith. And Peter wrote a reminder to them. This letter, 1 Peter, reminding them to continue on. He was calling them to pursue holiness in everything that they will do. Because if they don't pursue holiness in every conduct that they will do, the world that surrounds them and even the struggles that's happening in their life Will push them, will entice them to do things that's against God. Kaya Peter said, pursue holiness, seek holiness. That's why Peter wrote in verse 15, he says here, this is what God commands them to do. He says, But as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Verse 16: Since it's written, you shall be holy. For I am holy," is God said. You be holy because I am holy. You know when we talk about holiness, we must realize that it's more than just moral conduct. When we talk about holiness, it's more than just the religious act or activities that we would do in church. Sometimes when we talk about we think about holiness, dapat mabait, nakgenyam palagi. When we talk about holiness, we always think it's a moral conduct, activity. Yes, it's part of it. But holiness in the scripture, what it means is to be set apart. It's more than moral conduct. It's more than the activities we do. It also speaks what's happening in your heart, in our mind. Being holy means to be set apart, to have a different standard which is not our standard, but God's standard. What Not what we think is right, but what God thinks is right. To be holy means is to be distinct from the rest of the world. To be holy means to be dedicated and devoted to God. So we must understand this frame, or else we have a poor understanding of what it means to be holy. It's more than just a moral act. But what's happening in our hearts, our thought, that we should understand that we are being set apart, dedicated to God. Today, God still calls us to be set apart. However, we all know that the pursuit of holiness is not easy. You agree? It's not easy. Because we have our flesh, there's a struggle in our lives that nobody knows, nobody sees. Also, it's hard to pursue holiness because of the suffering and persecution, the trials that we face in life that would trigger us to respond in a non-godly way. And also, because of influences in fears, things that we watch, mga natin, that would influence us in a non-godly way. But looking back at this text, you see Peter, notice how he began his exhortation. Notice how he started his letter. Normally, pag may ka ng letter, remember the time when you're in love, anong starting mo sa letter? Dear, ano? Dear honey. Meron dito, dear honey. Dear, na, Kamusta ka na? Blah, blah, blah. Then later, express mo yung mga problema. Ganon. Hindi mo problema. Dear, blah. Alam mo, si Anog umutang sa akin. You start with... So, dapat maayos start mo. And here, see how Peter started the letter. He started by doing this. Look. Notice how he began his exhortation. He started by focusing on God first. Verse 3, he's, he's mentioning about the work of Christ. Uh, let me read verse 3. It says here in chapter 1, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to His great mercy... He has caused us to be born again to a living hope, to the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The focus was on Christ. Then, verse 13, chapter 1. The focus again is the return of Christ. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. and, And being sober minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. It means that God is returning. Jesus is returning again. The focus again is God. Then in verse 14, the focus is on our relationship with Him. Let me read verse 14. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passion of your former ignorance. Now, here Peter is telling them the relationship between the, the church and God, between Christian and God, that we are His children. The focus, again, is God. And then following in verse 16 to 17, it focuses naman on God's character. He says here, If you call on Him as Father who judges impartially according to each one's deed. Here, Peter was emphasizing that God is not just full full of love, but He is also a righteous and judged God. Sometimes we focus on God's love, that we neglect the other part. I'm not sure if it's Arsis Paul who said this. The scripture, it did not say love, 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 but he mentioned holy, holy, holy. In verse eighteen, nineteen, the focus now is the sacrifice of Christ. Knowing that you are ransomed from the futile waste inherited from your forefather, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, But the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb, without blemish or spot. The sacrifice of God. And in chapter 2, you see how Peter emphasized who we are in God. Our God's divine, our divine identity in purpose. In Verse 9, he says, But you are chosen race, royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession, his own possession that you may proclaim excellence of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. As Peter is discussing about the pursuit of holiness, notice how he began, how he started it. We notice this. In these following verses, the emphasizes is who? God. Before He gave you the list of how to be a holy person, He gave you first what God did and who is God. So the basis, the first point here, the basis of our holiness is God. The foundation, the basis of our holiness is God. You see, First Peter is only have five chapters. The first two chapters, You can divide it into two. The first two chapters is who God is and what He did. And then chapter 3, 4, 5 explains to you what are the things you're supposed to do as holy people, a people that's set apart. So He set first the foundation that the reason why you pursue holiness, the reason why you want to be set apart, the reason why you are doing this is because of God in Him alone. He started by focusing on God's character and the work of God in our lives. You know, Peter was simply laying down the reason why we pursue holiness. Because it's all about God and that it should be our motivation. That it is Him who started in our life. That the reason why we pursue holiness is not because we are perfect but because God is perfect and He wants us to be more like Him. He draws us near. So First Peter laid down the foundation that our holiness should be God-centered and not human-centered. It should be God-centered, not human-centered. Let me compare the difference between God-centered and human-centered. A God-centric holiness or man-centric holiness. You see, there's difference in the two. When we focus on God, it will produce authentic humility. When we focus on man, on ourselves, it feeds our pride. Why did I put authentic humility? Because there is also false humility. Yung Pero wala ka naman repentance. post lang yun. See, when you focus on God, it produces authentic humility. When you go back, Peter laid it down in the first few chapters. He's focusing on what God did. That we are unworthy. That God died. Jesus died on the cross for us. What is he? our response of our heart? We become humble. We don't deserve to be called His children. We don't deserve His mercy. We don't deserve His love. He don't deserve His blessing yet. He called you to be His child. He called you. He said, "Hait amusing ka na. tingnan mo, ka mo yan. Mahal ka pa rin ng Diyos. There's nothing that you can offer to God that. Yet He chose you and loved you. You have failed in the past. You have fallen into sin. Yet He reached out to you and." And said he loves you. He sent his son to die for you. When you have that understanding, it produces humility in your heart. It's no longer you. Authentic humility. When you look upon God, it reveals to us who we really are. Our lack, our sin, our failure. And yet God showed His mercy to our life. When we remember Christ died on the cross, instead of us receiving the punishment, Jesus took all our the punishment. He was broken for us. and our response, authentic humility. You know you remember the parable of the, the parable of the tax in the tax collector? temple and Lord. Yung, yung, yung tax collector were there kneeling and he couldn't even raise his eyes. He couldn't even look up to God. But yung paris, yung sabi niya, teacher of the law, Lord, thank you. <coughs> thank you, Lord, na hindi ako katulad ni Pastor Ray. Makasalanan yan. Grabe, kung hindi niyo lang alam, Lord, tingnan mo. That's what what the, the teachers of the law. But the part the tax collector was there broken said, Lord, I couldn't look up. What did Jesus said? Who received mercy? Tax collector. It is God. When we focus on God and what He did in His character, it produces authentic humility. Second thing, as we focus on God, it it shows us why we seek and desire to be holy. Is because it's a matter of relationship. When we focus on God, it's a matter of relationship. When we focus on man, it's a matter of performance. You see, as we focus on God, our obedience is rooted. And our desire to pursue holiness, our desire to live a righteous life is to righteous life is the reason is this, is because we love Jesus. We want to please Him. Not out of obligation or duty. Not out of, because my to-do list as a Christian. I I came from a Christian family. I have to do this because my mama told me so. That's simply performance. But if you really love God, if you desire to know Him, if you value that relationship, then you will do it with joy with gladness. Hindi mo dadalin Ay, church-church na naman. Nag-text sa akin si sister. Pupuntang church. Eh, meron akong lakad. Pupunta ako sa waves. henderson waves. Kaya may waves. Hindi pa ako napunta doon. Lahat kayo pumunta na doon. Ay, <coughs> I'm going to, nag-text si sister, care group leader ko, I want he asked me to go care group. Yan na naman si, si care group. Eh, meron ka may, may party mamaya eh. Bakit ganyan siya? Sinisi, sinisi mo pa siya. Why? I said, why do you do the things that we are doing now? Why do you read the Bible? Why do you pray? Why do you do these things? Why do you give your tithes? Why do you give your offering? Why do you serve? Is it because of love? Because God first loved us and our response is to love Him back? Not to have a thick listen to please my pastor or someone else. Not about performance. He wants you to do it from your heart because you love Jesus. You know, the young, young rich ruler, when he came to Jesus, he came to Jesus pridefully, said, I have done all the things. I have done all the law. I fast, I pray, I give. What else must I do? And what did Jesus say? Sell everything and follow me the main point of there is not the selling. It's his love. It means that He loved more of His days rather than following Jesus. To follow Him means to love Him. That's why when Jesus hit the full mark na yon, the rich man walked away because he couldn't do it. He could no longer perform. Because you know, performance, kind of living or spiritual life, you will try to do okay lang. But if you are totally in love with God, you will go all the more, kahit wala nagsasabi sa'yo, kahit wala nagsasabi sa'yo, gawin mo to. you will do all the more. Why? Because you love Him. It's a response. It's a relationship. Wala na magche-check sa sa'yo because you do it out of love. Kaya sinong in love dito? Walang nang tataas. You know, when we focus on God, lastly, our aim to be Christ-like. When we focus on man, we have a faulty standard. You know, God wants us to be Christ-like. And our focus should always be on Christ. It's not on anyone else. It's not on any celebrity pastor or, or leader. It is not even the person beside you. It's not even me who's standing here. Kung kilala niyo ako, halako. You will be disappointed. My my wife know who I am. There are so many errors in my life that I need to to really work. But we have to focus on who? On Christ. Because our standard is not on man. Our standard is on Christ. Our standard is not even the applause of other people. But our standard is always what pleases God what to be more like Him. You know, lately I've been seeing a lot of Prominent pastors or leaders in the church context that has been falling away from faith. One after another. I saw a, a worship leader whom I, 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 I follow when I was younger that is no longer a Christian. Then when I saw this, I was disappointed and sad. But my reaction is this. I was, I was reminded that it is not my eyes shouldn't look at them, but always focus on Christ. Because I I, I said this, if our faith is shaken by human failure, then our faith is not grounded in Christ. Look upon the Lord. Your leaders, your people, they will fail because they are in the flesh. They are are not perfect. God is still changing them. Always focus on Jesus. First, the basis of our holiness should be God-centered. Second, is our expression of holiness should be holistic. You see, Peter began by focusing on the being and now he ch- focused on the doing part. From the doctrine, now he focused on the practical aspect of holiness. He shifted. Read chapter 3, 4, and 5. Now he focused is the doing part. After he said this, the reason why you be, decide to be holy, now this is how you should be holy. Now, he says it, to, he described that how we should live a holy life and it should be expressed holistically. When I said holistic, it means the total self of life should be set apart, not just a portion of our life. That we, our life sh- should not be divided. Parang, okay, pag Sunday, anghil ako. Pag Monday, iba ako. Hindi departmentalized. Sometimes we the, the, we we split we we'll, will only be a good christian on sunday but monday hala nang iba i'll only be pure when in front of my care group leader or in the church or in the in in, in, in front of pastor 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 amen Holistic. You know how Paul described how we should live our holy life? He expresses in three areas. First, in a personal conduct, in our social circle, and even in our spiritual family. I'll just run through all of them briefly. He said in our personal conduct, in our personal life, he reminded them in reminding us today to put away all your malice in all your deceit in hypocrisy, in the envy, in all the slander. Beloved, I urge you, a surgeon and, ex- and exile, to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. You see, Peter understand that we are still in the sanctification process, that we are being changed and renewed from glory to glory. He knew that there is a war happening inside us. There's a battle that's happening. In Galatians chapter 5 it said uh, do not gratify the, do not gratify the desire of the flesh. But walk in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you will not gratify the desire of the flesh. There will always be a struggle in you. May nakita ang sexy naglalakad. Ang ano respond mo? May nalalakad na sexy, titiin ka. Nakatingin ka, Not focus Look away, a second turn, something is wrong. There are inner struggle that's happening in all of us that God knows. As long as we are still in the flesh, there will always be areas in our life that we need to surrender before God. It can be pride. It can be envy. ka sa mo. mo katabi mo. ka Paminsan ka Ang ganda ng kilay. There are times we get jealous. And here he says, here, put away the slander. How many times you slander other people? Who among you never slander before? Raise your hand. Who among you never gossiped? Who among you have no areas in our life? Who among you think you are already there? Anghilkana. ka na. Ituro mo. Si <laughs> Peter is realistic. He's saying, all of us are struggling. But don't entertain those things. Put them away. Put them away. You are new creation. You know, there is a statement that I often hear when I was, talk to people. They say akin, Pastor, this is me. Don't change me. Have you ever heard that this is me? Why would you change me? You know that Sprite? God can change anyone. God changed Paul. He was once who kills people, but yet God used him. God changed Peter. God changed, nothing is impossible to God. He can change the most hardest of heart, the most rebellious heart. God can change those people. God can change your wayward child. God can change anyone. Nothing is impossible to Him. See, reminder, there's an aspect. Never think that you can never change. Never make an excuse and say, this is me. The best way is to give it to the Lord. Say, Lord, change me to be more like you. Another aspect is social circles. Here is the people that we hang and mingle with. There's so many things that he laid down in chapter 3 and 4. He said, I just want to briefly, in the authority, in the aspect of our employers, our masters, in the aspect of marriage, husband and wife, and even in our enemies. How do you decide to live a holy life? He says here in the authority, in verse 17, chapter 2, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Now, this emperor is always against the the Christian yet he says they honor the emperor. Now, in our application today, we are here in Singapore. None of us dare to say any comment about Singapore. Who dare try to comment about Singapore's Facebook? Instant, you will go back. No one. How among you dare to mention about Philippines in their Facebook? Most of us would say that. But do you know the world is so much negativity and that the Christians should be salt and light? We try to comment and complain about Philippines, but have you ever paused and prayed and said, Lord, my nation is yours, heal my land. What is more appropriate, what is more holy? To honor God by praying for a nation or commenting about them and President Yan. Purumura lang, malanginang. Pause. Pray. About masters, eto. Social, how do you respond The employer? It says here, servants. Be subject to your master with all. Not only to the good and gentle, but also to the. Unjust. Again, uh, to the. Unjust. unjust. Sino may unjust boss dito. Some of us have unjust, boss. I was mingling with a sister yesterday. I was here after the sermon. She approached me and said, Thank you, pastor. You know, I need gentleness. Bakit? Kasi this morning, sabi ng amo ko, I need my food at 2 p.m. And then 1.30, he wants the food right now. Prepare your food. Ready na to cook. Said 2 p.m. I land, My lunch, okay? 1 1.30, I want it now. She wanted to... And then I was speaking to some of the nurses. And he said the nurses said, I, 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 I thank God for their life. Some nurses, when they were talking at my home, and they were speaking, sabi no, one nurse's experience is like this. Alam nyo sa hospital, may beep-beep. Beep-beep-beep. Tatawag ng nurse. So nagtawag siya, nagwork yung ating church member as a nurse, and then this patient, beep-beep-beep. And then she went there and then said, "Then the patient said, Can you give me one straw? So she went and take the straw. And gave the straw. Then after a few minutes, So she returned, Can you give me another straw? Siyempre, and dami mong ginagawa tapos hingi ng hingi ng straw. So she went again and returned and gave her an, the patient another straw. And then tit, tit, tit. she went again. Yes, ma'am, can you give me another straw? She went there and took a lot of straw. <laughs> <laughs> and returned to the patient and said to the patient, "I need only one straw." There are times our patience will be tested by our employers, by our bosses, but how will you respond? This is how God calls us to be holy in the way we interact with people in even even to those unjust masters, unjust boss. I remember before, the last time, I was so frustrated na tinapon ko yung electric pan. Gusto ko magtapon ng electric pad. I think not, not many of you, I, I was frustrated, one of the HR in my previous job. I was so angry. Naglilipat kami ng office, nandun lang, magpipicture. Hindi nagbubuhat ng box. What are you doing? Taking picture. Carry the box. Ayaw magcarry. I was frustrated. All of us carrying box, siya pipitur, picture, picture pick up the box and carry. Tapos kinuha pa yung electric pan ko. Tinanap ko yung electric pan niya, tinapon ko sa kanya electric pan ko, kinuha ko electric. Huwag niyong gagawin yun, ha? Huwag niyong That's not holy. And I can never go to him and said, Jesus loves you. I can never. My testimony... And now here, enemies. I'll skip the wives and husband. <laughs> Take time. Enemies, do not repay evil for evil, for reviving or reviling, but on contrary, bless. For to this you are called, that you may obtain a blessing. It's not easy to bless your enemy. But you know what Jesus did? You are his enemy, yet he still bless you, yet he still loves you, yet he still cares for you. Can you offer that to your enemy too? Don't slander them. Bless them with prayer. We de- you desire to be holy. Love your You know, in the church also, God calls us on how we should live and express our holiness in the church. He says here, Above all, keep loving one another. Earnestly, love covers all multitude of sin. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's buried grace. You know, this morning, Pastor Ray led us in a prayer at the time when we were, before we'd start serving, the music team, the ushering. I love what he said. He thanked the workers. You know, the church had been blessed with many workers. And we want to thank you for the care group leaders. We want to thank you for your using your gifts and that God wants us to continue serving and using the gift that we have in any capacity. So thank you. So if those who decide to serve, know the gift and see where God is placing you and serve as a church. See, holiness should be expressed holistically. And lastly, the impact of our holiness is to glorify God. In chapter 2, verse 12, we read, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. See, notice why God uses us. Why God set us apart. It's so that His name will be honored and we bring glory. You see, in His text, sabedon. See, Sino ang speak People speak, evildoers speaking to you against you. But what he says here, keep on doing good deeds. In later part, people will see your good deeds and they glorify God. The Lord calls us to be salt and light. When we are outside, people are watching our lives. People looking at us how we respond. People, our employer, will watch how we live. This morning, one Square group leader as I talking there. Sa office, they were chitchatting. Sabi nung yung isang sister don. alam mo na sabi ng amo ko? Ganun pa naman mo siya magsalita. <laughs> sabi ng amo ko, I become humble daw. Amo niya daw, nagsabing humble na daw siya. Narinig ko, wow. Sabi niya sa akin na, totoo. If you know me before and now, God changed me. You see, people are watching you. Your employer, your friends, are watching us. What kind of testimony do we bring? Because some of them might hate you. Some of men might despise you. Some of them might be jealous to you. Ganda kasi mga mo. Some of them might not be, don't like you at all. But you know what? Live a holy life. And the later part, people will see your authenticity people will see that your life belongs to Jesus. And at the end, they will see your good deeds and they will glorify God. You know Daniel, when he was taken away and brought to Babylon, he was surrounded with pagan people and nations. He did not eat the king's food. He did not um, stop praying. He continued on persistently desiring to please God. And God used him in a mighty way. God used him not just to serve the king, but also to save the people around them. At the same time, brothers and sisters, it's not an accident that you're working in your employers now. It's not an accident that we are living here in Singapore. It's not an accident that you are you are you have friends na mahirap kasamahan. It's not an accident that you are you have a hard boss or employer. But may you always be a light. Light and salt for God's glory. Amen? Amen. May our life be a testimony of God's grace and mercy. As a summary, God calls us to be holy. And the basis of our holiness is God and it's not us, it's not them. The expression of our holiness should always be holistic. Not just part of life. Not just on Sunday, but the whole of our life be set apart for Him. And the impact of this will in giving glory to God. Let me conclude with this. You know who wrote the letter again? Who wrote the letter? Sina? Sina? Si Peter. Nandun na nga, pangalan niya, Peter. Peter wrote the letter. If you study Peter's life, it's like this. He's, he will go to Jesus, Lord, Susunod ako wherever you go. He walk on water. Si Peter din yung nag, ano may, may ewan ko sa yung nagaling yung ano niya. Ano tawag doon? Pangcap ng ear. Suddenly he Peter is this person he always very aggressive. He's an alpha male. He wants to pam 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 but look at how he, right now, what happened to him? He's telling you, this Peter is the one who cut the ear, and now he's telling you, bless your enemy. <laughs> this Peter is the one who promised, Lord, Ganyan. And then you see how his life humbled yourself. You see how God changed Peter. God set him apart. God molded him. God changed him. God used him. Brothers and sisters, the Lord set us apart to bring glory in his name. I want to end this with with a reflection and a sharing that I, a prayer that I was ministered to. A few days ago, there's an AG conference that happened uh, via Zoom, uh, via Facebook. Is held by the A.G. Baxa pilipinas And and this pastor had written a prayer. The reason why he wrote this prayer when he when he learned that one of the pastor, a famous pastor, had fallen into sin. He he was uh, disappointed. But his response was not to judge that pastor, but his response is to write a prayer. And this is his prayer. He said here. We confess, Lord, of our duplicity and ask forgiveness for our hypocrisy. We get so concerned about building our lives on people's impression for us of us that we forget that it's your affirmation that what matters most. We tend to live for people's applause rather than giving you honor for our innermost being. Forgive us from being the whitewashed tombs which looks beautiful on the outside but inside are full of bones of dead and everything unclean. We continue on. Lord help us to tear down our mass of religiosity or pity. In a social media saturated world, we are get obsessed with the manure of projection and pretension images. In hopes of gaining more likes, we sacrifice integrity with appearance, truthfulness for likability. Yet omniscient as you are. You seek truth from inside out. You who have never been swayed by eloquence or persuasive arguments of mere humans will never despise a broken spirit and a contrite heart. Brothers and sisters, if we release desire for revival, there must be an authentic change in our life. A life that's set apart a life that's holy, living in righteousness. It is all start with humbling before God, in brokenness, and in a contrite spirit. Remember, we are all set apart for Him. Let us pray. Lord, we come to you knowing the condition of our hearts and minds. People not, might not see what's happening in our thoughts. People will not see what's happening in our hearts. But nothing is hidden to you. You see everything. I pray, O Lord, as we have looked upon your call for us to be set apart. I pray that it will be founded in your truth that our pursuit of holiness is not out of obligation, but because of our relationship with you. Forgive us, Lord, at times that we play church. We don't take our walk seriously. Forgive us, Lord, at times Rather than seeking your ways and your will, we will pursue the things we want and desire. Oh God, speak to our hearts. po kumilos Remind us, Lord, the expression of holiness is has to be holistic, not just part of our life, not just on Sunday, not just on when we have our care group, but it should be displayed in our work, in our homes. Remind us, Lord, that as we pursue holiness, it is for your glory in glory alone. Salamat. Amin. As the music being played, just take time to come to the Lord and utter a prayer. If there's anything God is dealing with you, just come to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm sorry. So let's just take time at this moment to speak to the Lord. Second verse, purify my heart. Purify my heart. Cleanse me from within. Cleanse me from within. Oh, make me holy. And make me holy. Fire. Fire. My let's raise a hand and say Lord he's too busy come Holy Spirit convict our hearts Lord in any areas that we need to surrender to you forgive us Lord at times we're not living in your ways Lord I pray that you reveal any secrets of in our hearts That we have been hiding. May we surrender it to you. Because you call us. You call us to be holy. To be set apart. To be dedicated to you. As you call us to be holy. It's out of the love. Because you have loved us first. We respond in loving you back. And one expression of loving you back is for us to live a life set apart for you, Jesus. Oh God, empower your church. Empower all of us, Lord, with your Spirit that we will walk and live by the Spirit and not desire and walk in the flesh. Guide us in every areas of our lives, in our lips, let it be, Lord, the meditation of our heart and the words that come from our lips will be pleasing to you. Oh, set us apart, O God. May our lives, Lord, may our families and may this church be set apart for your glory, O God. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's just receive and raise a hand. Receive the benediction. Christ dwell in your hearts through faith, that you're being rooted and grounded in love. May have the strength to comprehend with all the same what is the breadth and the length and the height and depth. To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Lord, as we face this brand new week, we know that you will be with us. Empower us with your Spirit and may your Word dwell in our hearts richly. We will face this week having this conviction in our heart, a calling to live a holy life for your name. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you all those who are joining us in Facebook and YouTube. Thank you for joining us in our Sunday worship. Um, Hopefully you can join us again next week. God bless everyone.